gotta keep moving. Yeah, I feel my foot. Yeah, I feel my foot. Before we get started, I got to go right into it because I can't help myself. You find me another podcast with a better intro anyway. Yeah, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. We're going to tell you right now, save yourself some time because you can't do it. You can't. This is it. It's the one, the it's only. Like, it's <laughs> like what Adrian told Rocky. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win, Rock. <laughs> you can't win. You saw him. You see how strong he is. You can't oh, win. Man. Then um, she has a, what is she, she goes in a coma and she comes out and goes, when? I would have said now? <laughs> After all this shit, now you want me to go fight this monster? Okay. Yeah, man. If it would have been me, I'd have been like, that's the drugs talking, baby. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I would have like this. <laughs> <laughs> Just cover her face. Oh, man. Go, go to like, bed, baby. Doc, go to doc, bed. Doc, she's done. <laughs> Uh, cut her doc, off. Yeah, Doc, come on. Cut her off. She's, uh, she's, she's, she's not in her right mind. She's Stick not in her right mind. Her. <laughs> That's it. She's done. She's done. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to. Oh shit! I was literally gonna say welcome to game season live. I'm not even joking. I was. It's that almost close. that time, bro. I'm itching. I'm itching it's, for it. It's I'm almost that it. time, bro. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. Welcome to Designated Spitters. It is I, Pizza Minetti, with the one, the only Francis. The grandmother killer, Lee. Yes, sir. Y'all already know, baby. I should have said Slayer. Y'all already know. Like a nah, it's Slayer. Slayer. We, we up in here, man. Y'all with the crew. You got your boy Platano Pete, Fettuccini Francis. We out here, baby. What's up? Talk to me, chat. Talk to me, chat. Tell I know you something, man. We were just talking about how old we're getting. We got to walk <laughs> around like with Gas X and Pep Pepsid AC and all this fact. shit. It's a fact. I see Mario in the chat. Yeah, you don't got to worry about that, Mario, do no. you? No. No. You don't gotta worry about that. Just Drinking your Dr. Peppers by the by the by the boatload over there. Just just twelve pack of Dr. Pepper, no problem. Wakes up, no heartburn, no indigestion. He gonna be making fun of me in Tampa when I'm like, man, I got heartburn. Barry's out there doing cartwheels and shit. <laughs> See, I didn't. I'm not gonna say any of that stuff around Mario. I'm gonna just keep it to myself. Me too. <laughs> me just... too. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna whisper at the Ray Francis. I got heartburn. You got any more of those things? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> pass me. Pass well, you me just, too. Just know, like it's a you, drug deal. <laughs> just know when you see me with those. <laughs> When you see when you see me with the water bottles, man, listen. <laughs> it is, it's a we, way of life, man. That is. It's a way of life, my brother. I got to oh, stay hydrated. Gotta we got a couple hydrated. of super chats. And then, guys, we got a packed show for you today, man. We're talking Carlos Rodon. We're talking Juan Soto. We're talking the New York Yankees, baby. We're talking spring training. We're talking the possibility of Blake Snell. Young Block, a, young Block A. Young Block A. Snell. Young Block A. Uh, uh, Snellzilla. Coming on over here. Pear-shaped two says, IKF will always be safe. He'll always be safe, but he's being safe right now in Canada. DJ Steele says, the judge ball was indeed a double sub chat. That was a home run based off of physics alone. 
The ball hit the top of the wall, Francis, and it went up this way. It didn't come straight down. It went up that way. Yeah. Physics tells me it hit something behind the wall and went yeah. straight up. Hey, I can't I can't disagree. I can't disagree with Thank that you. analysis. Thank I you. can't disagree with that analysis. Okay. That, that's that simple, but let's get right into today's show. And again, thank you guys. Thank you, everybody that is here. Smacky the likey, pity the subby. We are 47 subscribers away from the beautiful number of 23K. And we got 250 sons of bitches in here right now. And trust me, when I call you a son of a bitch, it's not a bad thing. It's no, not, no, I call no. my team it all the time, don't I? Dane's the handsome son of a bitch. Exactly. Listen, I'm a, gra- I, I'm a grandma slaying son of a bitch. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It, it. it is what that's it is. It. But it is Francis, uh, let's, let's get right into the let's big story of spring so far. That is one, the Cuban monster himself, Carlos Rodon. Rodon. Let's talk about our guy right here because, one, we're big fans, right? Can we put that on the table right now and just say we're both fans of this guy? Oh, yes, for 100%. So we're big fans of Carlos Rodon. And I know that I know a lot of people in the chat immediately are going to jump up and go, hey, we got to wait until we see him pitch games. Agreed. 150% agreed. All, all there with you. But again, the one thing that Rodon needed to do in the offseason was come to camp in better shape. I think have a bit of a different attitude. Um... And have a full spring training under his belt. Up until this moment right now, he has passed that with aces, with flying colors across the board. To the point, Francis, many of the Yankee beat writers have already put it out there and said, hey, look, this guy was throwing 88 miles an hour to 90 miles an hour. He's hitting 97 already in February. Yeah. You you pitched. Your career was to, was to be a pitcher. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? February coming in in great shape, and this guy is throwing darts already. I'm telling you, Pete, I said it before we went live. Just hearing those words, 97 miles per hour before Valentine's Day, it just puts a smile on my face. As I'm telling you, because yeah. put it like this. I mean, we're not going to get any reports on what Cole is topping out at right now, right? Because right. everybody just expects Cole to be Cole, and with good reason. He's right. freaking Cole. He's, he's the best. But... If we were to get those reports, it wouldn't shock me if they were say, yeah, you know, Garrett Cole right now tossing him anywhere between 94 and 95, you know, some 92, 93, but because you're just, you're just reporting, right? Your arm yeah. is not fully stretched out yet. You're not, the difference with Rodon and Cole, and it's not to say that Cole doesn't work all offseason because we, we know that Cole doesn't stop working. He's an animal. He also doesn't stop. But Rodon had to get such a head start because of how badly last year, you know, finished. Mm-hmm. That at this point he is way ahead of the game, and and that's exactly where we want him to be. I mean, there's me as a me as a as a former pitcher, like obviously, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a nerd for this shit. I love it. Like I was, yeah. you know, looking at the Yamamoto uh, curveball the other day. I just couldn't watching it on a loop. Like there was something wrong with me. But it's like to hear what I'm hearing about Rodon. It just everything sounds good. It sounds really, really good. This is right. If there was any way that you could draw it up, like how he would come into this season off mm-hmm. of last year, this is exactly what you would want. You would want him to look to be in great shape, be mentally in a great headspace, and be f- like physically performing at a very high level ahead of the rest of the you know everybody else. And that's yeah. that's exactly what we've gotten so far. So it's literally it's been the dream scenario. Yeah. But like like you said, right? 
it's not going to, there's going to be some people that even after he pitches a couple games and does well, they still won't be sold. And, you know, for those people, there's not much that you can do. But at least where I'm at right now, I'm very, very excited with what I've seen from Rodon thus far. Yeah, no question. And man, look, um, we need to see this guy back Oof. this year. This is 2022 Carlos Rodon. This is the guy that he needs to return to. And if if we get anything close to this guy coming back, the Yankees are going to be in very, very good shape this year at the top of the at the top of the rotation, at least. But he's a dog, man. This this is a guy who I, I, I again I don't want to repeat what I've said many times, but I gotta I gotta say it again. This is a guy who is not Carl Pavano. For people no. out there that's saying this is Carl Pavano, this, that, look, man, this is a guy who wants to take the ball. He even said last year that there, there could have very well been a time where he could have just went on the IL and kind of just stayed on there. But he wanted to show his teammates and his team that I'm gonna go take the mound. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna do my thing, and that's it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, even if I'm not fully healthy, even if I know I don't have everything I'm supposed to have, my 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 breaking pitches aren't working well, my fastball's not where I need it. He's gonna go out there and do his damn thing. And I would say on the rotation side, of course, besides Garrett Cole, because Garrett Cole got to be Garrett Cole. I mean, that's the only way the Yankees win. Yeah. Carlos Rodon is probably the most important guy in that rotation for the Yankees. He would be too big of a miss, and it would affect them so much if this guy is not who they expect him to be. And it would affect it would affect us for a long time. Big time. After after Gary Cole, he's the you know he's the longest ten like signed arm that we have in the rotation right now. Yeah. So I mean, I agree with you one hundred percent, and I'm glad that you brought up that point uh, about you know the Carl Pavano stuff and everything because I was thinking about it, and it was after we went off the air on Monday. I was like, damn, I, I didn't say this uh, when we were talking about Rodon. And here's my thing. Everybody complained about last year and with like with good reason, right? We yeah. didn't get the Rodon that we wanted. It wasn't the season, the first you know season of that contract that anybody had dreamed up. But yeah. let me ask some of you guys this. Be honest. Like, if Rodon would have just shut it down in September, like, it would have been worse. Like, the, the vitriol that he would have gotten – for just saying, you know what, my body's not right. I'm not. I'm not going to see this thing through. I'm just going to shut it yeah, down and get an early worse. start on the. If he would have said those words, I'm going to get an early start on the off season. Mm -hmm. People would have lost their shit. So, let, what does that mean? That means that essentially Carlos Rodon, when it came to end of August, early September, he was in a lose lose situation. Yeah. Because if he if he shut it down and just started worrying about preparing his body and getting ready for the next season and having a better year too. People would have said, oh, this guy's not a team guy. He's a me guy. He's not even thinking about the guys in that room. He's just thinking about himself. Exactly. Exactly. He decided not to do that to show that he was, in fact, a gamer and is going to go out there and pitch even if he doesn't have his A-plus stuff. And I don't even think he had his B stuff. I think he was going out there at best hoping for C stuff. And yeah. he did that. He did that. And yet he got killed or whatever. And we and don't get me wrong. I was I was one of the main ones saying, hey. Yeah. The kind of money you make, you got to be a lot better than that, okay? Yeah. Fascio, yeah. you got to get it. You got to get it going. But yeah. looking back at it, I I can now see it with a much more sober view and say, look, he was in a very tough spot because he wasn't a hundred percent, and no matter what he decided to do to, at the end of the year, he was going to mm -hmm. get killed for it. So I'm glad that's a chapter that we have closed, yeah. and I'm glad that this current chapter is starting the way it is. Yeah, and it feels like he was just going out there throwing his fastball wherever the hell it went. And it, it wasn't even about command. It was just like, I just want to get on the mound. I just want to show yeah. that I can actually be out here. And we'll see what happens. And let's be honest, as a competitor, 
he's out there probably thinking, shit, 60% of me is better than whatever else we have here. So if I can go out there and give Not 60%, wrong. I think this team's going to, I'm going to help him. You're right. Unfortunately, it was a bit of a disaster. I mean, yeah. of course, his last game, he didn't get one out. He gave like six runs or something like that. So, I mean, that was an absolute That's, mess. He addressed, and and also too on the, on the 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 side of him kind of passing with flying color, colors this offseason. Mm. He also addressed all the other stuff, the you know, the the shushing the fans or blowing the kiss to the fans, the stuff with Matt Blake mm-hmm. and and all that. And it made a lot of sense the way he talked about it. And this is a guy who I think he he wants the respect of his teammates. He wants the respect of the fan base. And, you know, he put in a lot of work. So this is gonna be a very, very big season uh for him to show who he really is. And I think we're going to get, I think we're going to get that. I really do. How much, let me ask you this. How much significance are you going to put into his performance during spring? Uh, I'm biased. I'm biased because I've been watching baseball about as long as you and I'm a pitcher. I mean, even though I don't play anymore, but like I'm always going to lean on kind of on the side of the pitcher. So I got to be honest with you. With spring training, the first couple of appearances, I put I'm I'm reading into that maybe forty percent tops. Mm. And mm. the reason I say that is those first couple of outings as a pitcher, you're you're not you're not pitching a game. You're not right, pitching exactly. a game. Like mm-hmm. yes, you're there, you're wearing your jersey, and there's another team there, and the guy in the box is trying to do damage. But as a pitcher, you're not on the mound with that mentality. You're on the mound. Mm. Like uh, you're it's probably just it's a continuation of live BP for you or a bullpen that you threw the other day. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, the other day I was throwing. I really didn't like the way my slider looked. Let's try to get that one on track. So there might be batters where you just throw five or six straight sliders and everybody, yeah. what the hell is he doing? What the, it's not a game game. Right now, when you get to that third appearance, that third spot or, you know, fourth for some guys, third or fourth, there I, I would say I read into it a lot more. With Rodon, maybe that's his maybe that's his third, maybe that's his second appearance. Because mm-hmm. he's been working since January, it could be very it could be his second appearance where you see him actually start sequencing and stuff like that. But yeah. I don't I don't expect to see it right out of the gate with any of the pitchers, just because I know that they're not they're not looking at it like that. Yeah. Like everything with them is still like, you know, let's <laughs> let me fine tune what I'm working on. Let me see if if this pitch that I'm trying out is actually gonna be in my repertoire. It's a it's so weird what they do during spring training. That's why sometimes you see some of the greats go mm-hmm. out there and get absolutely hammered. Shelled, yeah. Yeah, it happens all the time. So it's like it's hard to really read into those first couple of starts. But the last couple, if, if people want to put stock into that, like if he has like a real clunker, like his last appearance of spring, you know, I won't argue with anybody about that. Agreed. I'm right there with you. Uh, we got a super chat from hey. Big Sexy Yank. He goes, two hey. things worry me every day. Oh, we're not going to talk politics, so let's not talk politics in here. That's not the place for it. Or the number two one is Cashman purposely lowballing Boris so we lose Soto so we can use Spencer Jones. Uh, I think you're going a little overboard with that one, my guy, to be honest with you. And look, I'm not I'm not a Brian Cashman supporter or big-time fan, but what lowballing has – what lowballing are we talking about here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what well, that's just that just feels like a cheap shot to uh to to Cashman for no no real reason yet I would say because there has been no offer to Soto there's nothing no. there right now they traded for him there hasn't <clears throat> been no low low ball offer to, to anybody like that but um I do want to let's stick there matter of fact because that's a good segue going right into 
um, the quotes, right? The, the yeah. Brian Cashman quotes. Yeah. So let me pull this up right here. This is what Brian Cashman said about Juan Soto. The odds are this is a one-year situation. Before Soto, of course, before Soto become a free agent, I don't see too many things stopping him from reaching free agency. Now, before everybody goes wild and starts flipping shit and bugging out, guys, the fact of the matter is, Juan Soto has one year left. That's nothing the Yankees did. Brian Cashman is only telling you facts. And the fact of the matter is, they got him for one season until they look to sign him. And they know Scott Boris already. Scott Boris very likely, if the Yankees came out tomorrow and came out with a $500-plus offer, there's a strong chance they'll say, we don't want to talk about this right now. Exactly. There's a real possibility that they, can, they would still sit there and go, we're not prepared to talk about this right now. He wants to focus on his season. Will the Yankees get a chance when it's that little... Uh, exclusive window, yeah, they could do whatever they want yeah. during that time, and they yeah. it's the only team they could talk to during that time is the Yankees, so they got a head start on everybody. That's yeah. why I talked about the trade was so important to make. When other people were going, just wait, we don't want to give up prospects, just wait, which no. is uh, which is the, the, the worst mentality to have uh, no. of anything. You do not just wait for a talent like, like Soto. Soto. Get him no. now. <clears throat> Let him see what the organization's like. Let him see what the team is. Let him see what the facilities are like and say, hey, look, man, this is why you want to be here for life. Now, let's lock you in long term. I don't have an issue with these, with these comments. No, I think you made, you made a ton of great points. I'm not going to be able to respond to all the ones that I want to respond to. But the, the biggest one for me, um, and Steels, we definitely <clears throat> see that super chat. I know Pete's going to get to it. Um, yeah. But the biggest one for me that I want to say is the importance of doing the trade, regardless of the fact that there was only one year left of control with Juan Soto is that free agency, when it comes to guys like Soto, guys like Shohei Otani, guys like Yamamoto, guys like Garrett Cole, uh, Aaron Judge, free agency for them is an experience. It's not, it's not just a, you know, it's some odd, you know, it's a chore or something I got to do or whatever. No, it's, it, that's, that's not the case, right? Yeah. Like Montgomery right now, Jordan Montgomery is, this is a chore for him. He wishes that he knew yeah. where the hell he was playing. He wishes that he had already reported that he was already in a throwing program with somebody somewhere. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be in the Boston cold right now. He wants to be in the heat of Arizona or Florida, and still he doesn't have a deal. But for the guys I just mentioned, this is an experience. It's a rite of passage. They work their entire lives for this moment. And so when this moment comes, it's very hard to get one year away from it now and just and just walk away from it when you know that what it's going to be is a bunch of whining and dining and going to every facility mm-hmm. all over the freaking country and people just telling you how great you are, how much they want you on their team and basically showing you the best the best sides of their organization that you would never right. see unless right. you were a free agent perspective right. to signing with that team. So it's very difficult to convince a guy away from that when they're just one year away. We just saw it with Aaron Judge, and Aaron Judge was homegrown. Everybody knew that Aaron Judge wanted to be a Yankee for life. We right. knew that legacy was important for Judge. But 
the numbers weren't where they weren't where they needed to be. And so he said, I'm betting on myself. Like like our intro. Like our intro. Like our intro. He said, I'm betting on I'm betting on myself. And he did it. And he went to free agency and he and he went to San Francisco. And they probably I mean, they took him at night on the town. He had they had him hanging out with Steph Curry and all that. You don't think so? He got to see the homeless? Yeah. I had to take a dig at San Fran. I'm sorry, fam. I had to take a dig at San Fran. I love but, my 49ers, but hey. my God, let's fix that city up a little bit, for, baby. For right? New York got room to, no room to talk either. But anyway, real, hey, I was gonna say, but, going. but no, it's, room to talk. but it's but it's a fact. Like he went and he had that experience, and Juan Soto being one year away from that, it's gonna be hard. It's 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 hard or impossible to take that away, especially yeah. when he's with Boris, and Boris is all about that. This is what he promises his clients. I'm going to get you the best free agent experience that there is out there. I'm going to take you to the top teams. And I'm gonna, and because my name is attached to you, they already know. They're not going to come with bullshit. They're going to come with fucking shut down Nobu restaurant. It's just going to yeah. be us. And we're going to sit there and talk. And we're going to have a big screen. And we're going to play this and play that. We're going to give you jerseys. We're going to bring legends from our organization to come and talk to you. And Soto, he deserves that. Like he should go everywhere and have all these people talk to him and all and do all that stuff and give him jerseys and kiss the babies and shake hands and then tell all of them to go fuck themselves and sign with the Yankees anyway because that's, that's, that's the only way to do it. That's but don't, do you happen. do you agree with me that this automatically is advantage Yankees that you got this time with him now? One hundred percent, right? Because it's the advantage pitch, Yankees because our pitch. Here's the thing: when you make that trade for Juan Soto in the last year before free agency. Mm-hmm. You don't just have the one the one night or day and a half to pitch him when he comes to see you like we just did with Yamamoto when we visited him in California right. and then he visited us over here. No, no, no. The Yankees pitch began today. Today when Juan Soto mm-hmm. walked into the facility for the first time, mm-hmm. right? The pitch begun from today. And from today through October, hopefully November when the season ends with us holding up that trophy. They have all this time to craft the best pitch ever that every other team won't be able to, except yep. for the Nationals and Padres, because they can pitch him with actual experience. This is what it's like to be a Yankee. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's it, easy to say you already know, right? You already know what it is. But exactly, there's not worth, much else that we have to sell you. The only yeah. beautiful thing now that we're going to sell you is <laughs> money. <laughs> money, one. And the legacy aspect that look, on top of that, you yeah. get a chance of re- of possibly unless a Rod is retired, you'll be the first Dominican player ever retired because I don't think Robinson Cano will be anytime soon. I don't think yeah. he should be. I know the steroid stuff is out there, but yeah. let's talk about we're, we're looking at stats alone. Guys that won with us, a Rod and Cano, both Dominican players, very well could be out there. But yeah. the pitch there to Juan Soto is, you know, um, I don't want to I don't want to put it like, well, you're the first, you know, player that hopefully we'll be clean doing this. I, I don't think that's the obviously not the right way to put it, but being a Dominican player alone, yeah. you're going to be a hall of famer, but also too, as of, as of this moment right now, when we talk about this contract, there is not a Dominican player in Monument Park. First of all, you get to be one, but you also get to be one of the greatest players we've ever had in yeah. our organization playing with already one of the greatest plays we ever had in our organization. The yeah. only thing now you guys have to commit to. We're giving you this commitment. You got to go out there and win for us. For you sure. do that. You are forever, forever stretched in baseball history. You're there. 
Not that you wouldn't be anyway, but it's yeah. different as a New York Yankee. You know and how the bases, everybody, the knows Dominican that. population. We talk about that all the time. He mentioned it. People talk about that that original press conference on Zoom, and he didn't seem happy. When he talked to the Spanish reporters, the dude was like, look, man, playing in front of all these Dominicans is going to be wild. Exactly. exactly. I mean, these are things that he's, the things that we are thinking about, he's, gonna, he's thinking about, and he's going to be living it. Yeah. This is the perfect situation for him. And look, you got a lot of people out there, analysts going, MVP. Yeah. Soto's, Soto, Judge, they, they're probably going to battle it out for MVP. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you right now, man, Soto is 25 years old. <laughs> Would you be mad if the Yankees gave him 15 years? No. Who Hell gives no. a poot? Who, Who cares? gives a poot? Listen. <laughs> you know the beautiful thing about that, Francis? It's 500 million, then doesn't look too crazy. No, it doesn't. 550 don't look too crazy. It, I think I it won't. Math, what is it? What is 15, 15, uh, 550? I think it's like 40 million. It's some crazy. It's, it's, around, like it's, around ju- around it's around judge money, which, which is where it should be for Juan Soto. At the end of the day, like, we, I mean, we're going to have plenty of time to get into the numbers, obviously, when this, when this thing comes up on us, you know, a year at the end of the season and stuff like that. <laughs> we're talking that, about but, it now. We got another but, year to be talking about but it. But listen, I'm telling you, where you put it right now, I don't, I don't, I won't be shocked if it ends up around there. Some people say, <clears throat> no, I could see him getting around 45 AAV. You got to see 45 AAV over 14, 15 years is, is astronomical. Like, if you got to see what he wants, he might want the security of I got this money meted out over a 15 year contract guaranteed. And if you do that, but in the 38 million to 41, 42 million per year range, that might be it. That might be what gets it done. And yeah. on top of that, bro, the point you just made about him, you know, being the first Dominican Yankee to have a plaque in Monument Park, to have his number retired by the Yankees. Look, Fate, and maybe people don't believe in that and stuff like that, but just as fate would have it, number 22 is still not retired by the Yankees and is available for him. And as soon as the trade was made, he was able to get his number without even having to have a conversation with any of them. And that has been his number. It is if it's as if this was destiny for him to be able to come here and put his jersey on. And now if he comes here and performs, he knows. Bro, when I see that twenty, that pinstripe twenty-two over there, that's gonna be for Juan Soto. That's yeah. gonna be for me. My face is gonna be in the outfield at Yankee Stadium, known as the Cathedral of Baseball. My face, when I go into the Hall of Fame wearing a Yankee hat, I'll be the first Dominican to say that he did that. It's 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 bigger than just him. See, and that's what I'm saying. You you see it that way. I see it that way. A lot of fans are looking at it and they're just like. It's gonna be about. It's gonna be about the money. It's gonna be about whatever. Of course, it's gonna. But got, what you have to understand is, much like with Yamamoto, much like with Otani, mm-hmm. the money's gonna be there from all the teams. I was just about to say <laughs> the it's money, gotta be. It's gotta be more the, than the money, then, right? The, the, make, exactly. We could be his agent, and he's exactly. It. it doesn't matter who's representing. Yeah, he can represent no himself. Doubt about it. No doubt. The about money's it. gonna be there from all the yeah. teams when you do the math. On what Yamamoto ended up taking with the Dodgers, and then you look at the last offers from the Yankees, the Yankees were right there, and the Yankees weren't given the opportunity to match the Dodgers' offer once it got to us. It was just, okay, we just needed to get to a certain point because we have chosen the Dodgers. With Soto, it is going to be the same thing, just like with Otani. Otani was always going to be a Dodger. He was always going to be a Dodger. He just needed the things to get to where he wanted them to be. And when they were taking too long to get them where he wanted them to be, he just sent them what he wanted. 
that whole deferred contract and all that, that was his people. That was his, was his idea. idea. Correct. And they were they people, weren't creative enough to think about it. So okay, can I, let me throw this let me throw this disclaimer out there, folks. Teams don't go to a player and go, we would like for you to defer this because the player could just simply go, yeah, no, I'm good. Exactly. And people they, and they go, could take that the wrong way. Deferred contract. What? what? No. no, no. It doesn't he gave, work that way. He gave that offer to the team that he wanted to right. sign with. That's right. He said, listen, let's do this. This is what I want. This is where I want to be. Can you make this happen? They said, yep. you bet your ass we can. Yep. And it was his. But again, it just speaks to the point I'm trying to make, bro. When it comes to Juan Soto, it's not about it's not about money. It's that people are making it look like no, it's gonna be about who gives them the most money. The money's going to be there. It's gonna be guys. there no matter what. The yeah, money's he's gonna going get to the be shit there. on no matter what. No and matter it's not what happens. And believe it or not, it's not always about the most money on term in terms of the contract dollar amount. Because right. as has as has been spoken about literally ad nauseum to this point, the San Diego Padres had the largest offer for Aaron Judge by far. Yeah. You're talking about an offer that exceeded the Yankees by 80 million total dollars. That's almost a hundred million more than what the a hundred million dollars more almost than what the Yankees had on the table for him. It's not, it's not always about dollars and cents on the contract. There's a lot of things that go with it. And being a Yankee, I mean, when you talk sponsorship, I mean, we've done this conversation, but yeah, of course. That's the other thing. There's no way to quantify off the field and all that. Bro, in in DR, in DR, he's he's gonna go crazy. If he signs a contract like that with the Yankees and everything is Juan Soto this, Juan Soto that, but tied to the Yankees, oh my God. It's a different different ballgame. It's a different ballgame. Forget it. Guys, we got 450 in here. Do me a favor. Smacky that likey. Hitty that subby. We are 47 subscribers away from 23,000. Thank you guys so much. We love this community. And again, guys, April 20th is right around the corner. We have 28 tickets remaining for our event. Um, it's going to be a complete sellout, 150-plus crazy NYYU fans in there. <laughs> it is going to be unbelievable. couple of super chats to get to. DJ Steele says, what up, Pete? And Carmelo from Franchico Bean? What the fuck? Did I, am I saying this right? I think you're saying it right. Franchico Bean, okay. Safe Frank to Chico say, Bean. I can speak for everyone when I say that you, Mr. Simonetti Rodriguez, okay, has made this offseason go by so much quicker and fun. Team NYYU for life. For, 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 for life. For Thank life. you, my guy. I appreciate that. I think we had a couple of more here. We got um, Ra. We got Zilla. Where's Ra? There's Ra. There's my guy, Ra Thompson. His son's Big birthday Ra, what's today. Up? And his brother, Mike. His oh, birthday shit. birthday today also. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yankees have an opportunity to insulate themselves from a lot of the blame by getting Snell. We're going to talk about this. Yankees get Snell. With that lineup, they will be the favorites to win the World Series. If they lose, that's on the players, period. I'd even argue that. It's more on management, in my opinion, if, if mm. they get those guys and lose. A. Becker says, what percentage you think we re-signed Soto? Uh, I'll be at like a 70-plus. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 75, 75. I, I'll, I'm, I'm right around there. I'm 75. Zilla, Zilla says Cano was also Soto's favorite player. Now he's wearing his Jersey, his original Jersey. He then switched to 24. 24. Yep. So that was his original Jersey 22. He then switched after, um, after that. that but before point. we get into Snell, which is kind of matter of fact, we're probably going to talk about it now, but we are going to talk about Soto again, in our next segment after this one, because we're going to talk about the batting lineup, the order yeah. for the Yankees. But I want to talk about this. This is our tweet of the week. And this is the notable projected rotations. Now, 
this is updated because Bradish is out for the Baltimore Orioles. So this is notable 2024 projected rotations in the American League. You look at the Mariners, got Castillo, Kirby, Gilbert, Miller, and Wu. The Orioles have Burns now, of course. Rodriguez, Means, Creamer, and of course, um, Bradish is out. The Yankees, Cole, Rodone, Stroman, Cortez, Clark Schmidt. Astros, Verlander, Valdez, Javier Brown, and Arquiti. And then the Jays got uh, uh, Gossman, Berrios, Bassett, Big Kikuchi, and Manoa. (laughs) So, Francis, I mean... uh, he said the I, big I'm, wet Kikuchi. The big Kikuchi. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. I'm just going to say it. I don't want to even sound like a Yankee homer here. I think the Yankees got the better rotation. I, I'm, I, it's tough for me right here. Uh, I don't tough. think it's. Yeah. The Mariners got a lot of youth <sighs> there. I think Miller and Wu could be very, very good, especially Miller. Gilbert, yeah. we know how good he could be. Kirby, that's tough. The Mariners got a really good one. Baltimore losing Bradish hurts, doesn't it? That kind of I feel like it almost tosses them out. Baltimore, here's the thing with Baltimore, right? And I'm and I'm gonna say it right now, so people can think, oh, you guys are Yankee fans, so the AL East, there's a bias there. With Bradish there, and Burns and Grayson Rodriguez, John Means, Kramer, that's one of the best for sure. Bradish being hurt changes the landscape completely. Why? Because they already came into the season with a piece gone out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. So the bullpen is shorter. They replaced, they, they not replaced, but you know, they're trying to bolster that with uh, Craig Kimbrell. But I'm not expecting much from Kimbrell. And I know Pete has also said the same thus far in the offseason. We're not expecting all that much. Kimbrell's going to be serviceable at this point. He's a veteran, yeah. been around the block a couple times, but he's not going to be the lights out guy that he was, uh, say, six, seven years ago. So right. that bullpen is already short. When you shorten the rotation now, the bullpen is going to be called on for a lot more earlier on, which means that they can suffer from burnout earlier on, which means that you might be asking for more innings from a rotation that is already a little bit depleted with the loss of Bradish, which can mean what? Because John Means also, I think, has, I think has a little bit yeah, I think has I an think injury too. So when you're when you're looking at that, I mean that that rotation is short. That bullpen is already kind of short. And I think there's a possibility that the pitching could be really, you know, you know, struggling when it comes to like dog days of summer, end of July, August. So that's what take that's what takes them out of it for me. The Blue yeah. Jays, look, on paper, the Blue Jays, those names do look pretty on paper. But at the end of the day, we've seen the struggles there. So I'm going to say what I'm, you know, I'm going to say that I'm going to put them to the side. The Astros, Verlander, yeah. Verlander's older, but still he's, he's one, you know, he's one of the game's best. Valdez, yeah. Christian Javier, uh, Jose Urquidy. Brown, let's see. But again, you're right. The Yankees, with those three teams I just mentioned right now, if it's just the Baltimore Orioles, the Houston Astros, Blue Jays, and then the Yankees, I go with the Yankees. Here's where I stop. Mine is like Seattle and the Yankees, I think, out of those teams. Well, that's what um, I said. That's what right? I'm saying. Me, the Yankees yeah. versus Baltimore, Houston, and Blue Jays, I go with the Yankees. Yeah, me too. It's, it's when Seattle comes into the picture. Yeah, because that, that big three, I mean, that whole rotation could be really good. Exactly. Miller, Miller's a very, very good young. The Yankees beat the shit out of him last year. I don't know how, but he's a <laughs> he's a very, very solid pitcher. Yeah. Wu's another guy who, Yeah. I'm not as confident in Wu, but we already know what Gilbert and Kirby is, and God knows who Luis Castillo is. It's so also, you ain't got to go too far with that one. But it's also, I think the thing with Seattle, that for me, I mean, if you're looking at this, the thing that sticks out to me is that their their division versus our division. Correct, like, and their they ballpark have, too. And their ballpark, ballpark too, helps, right? So the, these they have these dogs playing in that division and that ballpark. 
And as, as good as our rotation is, and Baltimore's is, and the Blue Jays are, they have to face some of the best lineups in baseball on a regular basis. I mean, the Blue Jays weren't even hitting on all cylinders offensively last year, and it didn't yeah. matter because they have Vladdy Jr., they have George Springer, they have Bo Bichette. They, yeah. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? The Baltimore came, Baltimore came out of nowhere, and they're just going to be getting better offensively, okay? Oh, yeah. The Yankees oh, yeah. got way better offensively. Boston is probably going to finish in fifth place and still be pretty freaking good offensively. Yeah. Like, there's just no two ways about it. The AL East, when it comes to offense, it's it's nuts. And Tampa Bay, again, I'm sick of people pulling up their lineup and saying, I don't know how they're going to win games and shit. We never know how they're going to win games, and yet they do. So it's tough. But when you look at Seattle, I mean, bro, they got they got a nice set of arms there, healthy, yeah. good ballpark, slightly slightly easier division. Yeah, I, I would have to say that out of the five, I might give them the slight edge just because of that. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree, but... But there's a but. but hey, there's, a there's a but, exactly. Here. Exactly. There's a but. we're going to get but. to the but, but I got a, a, a two-part two question here. Mm. First part, I want to ask the chat a question. Mm. You guys tell me, out of Cole, Rodon, Stroman, Cortez, Schmidt, who is the guy that concerns you the most out of those guys? I want to see what the chat says while I answer these super chats. Our guy Matthew Stokes says, let's go April 20th. Thanks, Pete, for your help with my event tickets. Been following you all the way back since 2017. Can't wait to see nice. everyone. Matthew's coming all the way from Australia, so I don't want to hear go. anybody. Let's go. I don't want to hear anybody talk to me about logistics Let's go. I can't make it. He's my pulling up coming from, from Australia. He's pulling up from down under. He's pulling up from down under. I'm sorry about your guy Volkanovsky last night, man. That's my yeah, guy. I felt, I felt horrible for him. Happens. Bronx Bomber says, Pete Francis, hope you guys are having a nice Sunday. Looking forward to rocking the Audi Club in two months. Wolfpack over the NWO black and white. Here's what I got to tell you on that one. I'm going black and white Hollywood all day. Uh, DJ yeah. Steele says if Monty goes back to Texas, which you're hearing may not be the case, that starting, pitch will be, that starting pitching will be scary as well. Monty, Evaldi, Scherzer, and DeGrom. Uh, oof, we can't count this reigning World Series champs out. Nope, can't ever count the reigning World Series champs out. They got a very good team over there. Oh, we'll see what happens. We'll you can't. There's, happens. A, there's a lot of, but there's always there's always a lot of injury concerns with some with yeah. those names. So you just gotta. That's where that's where I temper it with Texas. But you're right, it's Texas. They just won. <laughs> Francis, I gotta be honest with you. When I when I said who is the starting pitcher that people who are you guys most concerned with. I was really expecting to see Rodon's up and down, but my answer was the fans' answer, Nestor Same. Cortez. Same, it's crazy. Nestor Cortez That's to crazy. me is a guy right now. We we've heard about the shoulder problems. Um, apparently, I mean, he's never been. Don't get me wrong, he's never been a guy dialing back ninety four, ninety five constantly. Uh, they're saying he's hitting about ninety, ninety one, eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh when it's the shoulder injuries that have happened over the last two years, it feels like now it's been nothing but arm issues. I certainly have my concerns with Nesta Cortez and why I do believe the Yankees definitely want to add a starting pitcher. We're going to talk about who that could be, yeah. but I want to get your take on, on Nestor. Do you agree with everybody? Yeah. Um, it's not a shot at Nestor. I feel like Nestor's gotten a little bit of a raw deal the last couple seasons, just with some fans. I mean, the good thing for him is he's a fan favorite, so he does get a lot of leeway. But yeah. I, I've seen I've seen a little bit of hate 
thrown his way. And I think at the end of the day, when it comes to injuries, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what else, <laughs> how else to explain it to some fans. I mean, as a pitcher, injuries are just a part of the game. Like yeah. kind of like what, what Cass was said about Stanton, like injuries are a part of his game. But when it comes to pitchers, injuries are a part of the game. I mean, when people evaluate pitching today, one of the first questions that they ask is what, what side of Tommy John surgery is this guy on? Is yeah, he on the before right. or after side? Because we know it's coming at some that's point. Right. So when I look at, when I look at Nestor, I got to say, I mean, yeah, he worries me the most because when he had that first breakout year, I think the question was, okay, how's he going to follow it up? He's never thrown this many innings. Let's see how he follows it up the next year. And what happened? Well, he got hurt. And and that was kind of the worry that we had is, yes, we know that he's capable of these breakouts where he goes almost mercurial and he looks unhittable for a while with all the funky, yeah. wonky deliveries and all that shit. But the issue is, can it be repeated can it can he be consistent with it because mm -hmm. greatness greatness is not shown just once greatness is consistency right yeah. and, and that's why we love Garrett Cole because I mean if, even in Garrett Cole's bad year for the Yankees I mean he still was pretty much kind of Garrett Cole you know what I mean like yeah the strikeouts were there the fastball was where it was supposed to be like with Nestor it's it's Jekyll and Hyde and that's that's always scary for me as a fan because I don't know what I'm going to get when he goes out there and I and last year, there was a lot of things that that worried me. The body language wasn't good. Um, I don't know. He just he didn't look like himself. Like I looked at him in the dugout some days, and it just did, he wasn't smiling as much. He wasn't. I don't. I don't know. It was just it was it was worrisome. This year, so far, so good. I mean, he seems to be happy, go lucky. At you know, as pitchers and catchers reported, he whatever they say, his fastballs you know, around 90, 88, 89. For me, that's good because at this, like I was saying before. Rodon's ahead of the curve because he's been throwing, doing this since January. Yeah, Nestor, a guy like Nestor should be around 88, 89 right now, 90, because that means come you know May and June, he's around 93, 94 on like the high end, which is what Nestor's always been. Yeah. But where he's at right now kind of dictates to me that he'll still be the 93, 94 top speed fastball guy. Right. Um, But what worries me is the health. What worries me is the health. And, and, and yeah. You know, last year was the first year of the pitch clock, and it didn't go well for him. Not at but all. He, he didn't do a good job dispelling the rumors that the pitch clock was going to affect him. So I can't say as a fan, like, oh, yeah, I think that's not going to be a problem for him. I don't know yet. I don't yeah, know. And I that's think, what worries me. I, I think the other thing, too, with Nestor is, is it is it even I, – I know the injury stuff – could be a concern. I mean, we can make that concern about just about anybody. I mean, yeah. you could really make that concern just about anybody. The thing with Nestor to me is, is he, is he, is the league caught up to him? Does the league know the tricks? Are the bag yeah. of tricks emptied? You know, Nestor Quartz says a guy that I remember saying when he was pitching really good in the, in the year. And I said, right handers. I, I just feel at some point they're going to start sitting on that cutter up and in. He's getting away with it far too much. They're laying off it. Mm -hmm. And then they just started turning on it. And all you saw was homers left and right. He, he, every time you went upstairs, they sat in the cutter. And it just yeah. comes right into the barrel. And the ball is, is absolutely smoked. I don't know if Nestor has to change up who he is. Obviously, he probably does a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't even know if a healthy Nestor is going to be the guy that we saw those couple of years. Is he yeah. going to be a, a, a three ERA guy, low fours, high threes? Could he be that guy? We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But, 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 the big but that Francis was talking about, 
Blake Snell. Exactly. And look, I know somebody, somebody messed me to like, Pete, man, I'm so tired of hearing this. But look, here's the deal, guys. You're going to hear about Blake Snell until Blake Snell is signed. Because exactly. the New York Yankees want a starting pitcher. I think that 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 feel like that's kind of been confirmed enough already. The Yankees want a starting pitcher. Yeah. And there it is right there, guys. Look at this. This is what the Yankees could very well add. And my God, if the Yankees enter the year and their rotation is Cole, Snell, Rodone, Stroman, and Clark Schmidt, who I'm actually pretty high on, Clark Schmidt. I think he's going to do a, a solid job this year. If that is the Yankees' rotation, as our good friend Ross said earlier, how is this team not the American League favorite? How the hell could they not be the American League favorite, in all honesty? I mean, you add Blake Snell to that rotation. You make Marcus Stroman a four. You make Carlos Rodon. Block right? A. Snell, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. You, you, you add Block A. Snell to that rotation. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot a little bit about that Southern pronunciation. My, my bad, I, chat. Block I, A. I ain't trying to get that messed up now. You add Block A to that rotation. You make Carlos Rodon, who, by the way, is throwing, 90, he's throwing 97 in February. I'm really excited about that. You make Marcus Stroman a four. And I'm sorry, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better rotation than that. You'd be very hard-pressed to find a better rotation than that. Yep. And you're talking about setup, not just on paper at the beginning of the year, but for the long haul because of the amount of depth that the Yankees brought in in the offseason, which, again, kudos to Cashman, Right. A lot of those deals didn't look cute, didn't look pretty. People were like, who's this guy? Who the fuck is that guy? Whatever. Yeah. Who the fuck is that guy? If, if you add if you add Block A Snell now, all those little fringe moves that they made three, four weeks ago are going to look uh -huh. so damn pretty because it's like, damn, bro, look at the depth that they have. Look at the depth that they have. They yep. got Karchman and Nestor at the back end fighting for a fifth spot. And either way it goes, I'm happy. Ideally, I want, I'd want Schmidt there. Yeah. Schmitty. I, do you do I know that the Yankees would go there? I don't know. I think they'd probably lean towards Nestor, but it's hard for me to say lean towards Nestor. No, I don't think so. To be Blake honest, because the lefties. Yeah, I, I don't think they will lean towards Nestor. I really don't. I, I really don't. Mm. I think I think Clark has turned a lot of heads. I agree. I think there's a lot of people that that really think that Clark Schmidt is going to take the next step. And let's also remember this about Clark, right? Let's not mm. let's not fall out of this. Clark Schmidt was developed by the Yankees. The Yankees yeah, took a chance on Clark Schmidt at the draft knowing he needed Tommy John surgery. Yeah. But but I remember this very, very well. I remember this extremely well. They took him because they said after that Tommy John, they believe he's going to fly through the minors. He's that type of guy. They believe he got that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And to his credit, he did that. Yes, he Are did. there things that should concern us about Clark? Yeah, no doubt about it. But he pitched very, he pitched much better at Yankee Stadium. I think he pitched to about a four ERA flat at Yankee Stadium. And let's also remember, we're not looking at this guy to be a front rotation guy. We're no. looking at Clark Schmidt to be a back end guy, make starts. He showed he could do that. He showed he could stay healthy, knock on wood. You never know in that second year. But if this guy takes a step forward, and by all the reports, and I know you don't. You don't typically get reports like, hey, this guy did dick this offseason and, you know, he's looking like ass. You yeah. never hear that. But, 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 we saw the work, right? We saw the work Clark Schmidt was putting in. Shit, I remember videos in early December of Clark Schmidt busting his ass, working out, throwing, and doing all these other things. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Stroman spoke about him recently. Like, yo, the dude's a man. Like, he got 
legitimate stuff. Yeah, he's he apparently he's, working he much more on his sinker too to develop that even more. Mm-hmm. But this guy could be a, a legitimate pitcher for him, and yeah, I don't see how you would, how you the, would choose. Yeah, him. Oh, uh, um, uh, Nestor, Nestor Cortez, over him. If the, the Yankees got Snell. I don't know the, how you would do. The that. only reason, the only reason I feel like they would lean more towards Nestor for the rotation spot is because Schmidt is much more flexible than Nestor is. And he's like, done it. He's exactly. Done like it Schmidt, too. the thing about Schmidt is, and that's another thing about it, is his versatility. At right. this stage in both of their careers, Schmidt is not only probably the, I mean, not probably, he 1,000% has the higher upside. Yeah. Um, who's the better pitcher at this stage? I would argue it's Schmidt. Um, yeah. I wouldn't fight somebody who pulled up Nestor's, yeah, you know, course. History and said, well, no, he's better. But me yeah. personally, again, a former pitcher here, just looking at stuff right now, I think Schmidt's stuff plays better. Yeah. But I feel like because of his versatility, he'd be the guy that the Yankees say, okay, we're more comfortable moving him to the bullpen because we he's done it. He's gonna fit into it quicker. He's gonna, he's like he's like a rubber band. Like he'll snap in whatever spot we put him in. Nestor. Being thrown into the bullpen role now, that might be a transition, and we might not be trying to do that this year yeah. with him. We might just, but here's, but here would be the thing though: the Yankees get Blake Snell, they they give Nestor that fifth rotation spot, and and you know hit the road like that. That's an all-in move. If Nestor's not looking, if he's not looking too hot come June, I don't. See, he doesn't finish the year in that fifth spot. That's what I'm saying. That that's why I feel like they give him the shot. Mm-hmm. But it won't be like the Josh Donaldson. No, he's playing every day. No, 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 no. He'd be given the opportunity, but it's up to him what he does with that opportunity. And if, he, and if he doesn't right. make it work and Schmidt is looking like Schmidt, Schmidt's yeah. probably the fifth starter by July. Schmitty, guys, before we continue to talk about Blake, because I want to talk a little more about that. And then also, too, I want to show off Juan Soto's PS5 control. Oh, I think yeah. it's very important that the we guy, talk about the guy who's not happy to be a Yankee. Yes, it's very important that we talk about that. Crackle nuts. He's cracking nuts. Hey. He says, Nestor was great out the pen. Why not put him back there? If starter is not working, because once he gets to fourth inning, he tends to struggle. Put him in as a as a two-inning bullpen arm. What do you guys think? I don't think it's a bad idea, but let me say this no, real quick. I don't I think it's a bad him. idea. I would trade him. If the I, Yankees got I like Snell, that idea. I would seriously I like consider idea. trading him, replenish your farm a little bit, hope he has a good spring. And a team, look, let's let's be real here. Teams are going to need starting pitching in spring training. Teams are going to come out of spring training and go, we could use a starter. I, I would do that. You know why? Because I would do it. You want to know why I'll do it? I'll tell you right now why I'll do it. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Dane Huber. He said Dane Huber. That's why Dane I'll Huber. do it. That is I would why. do it because of why. Dane Huber. That's why I would do it. You know why? Because Dane, we have talked about it so many times of the depth, the D word, the D word that the Yankees have, depth. Yeah. Luke Weaver, uh, Clayton right. Beater, uh, Luis Heal, exactly. Clark, uh, not uh, Clark Schmidt, uh, Warren, yep. Hampton. That yep. is why I would be okay with saying we can go ahead and move on from him. And also, too, it's a little tiny bit of a salary relief yeah. uh, from there but i would do it because of that and guys one more You'd thing we right. got 500 people in here right now watch it ds baby smacky that likey <laughs> hitty that subby we're 45 subbies away from 23k 
I need you to go ahead and do that. All right. We appreciate we appreciate we appreciate all of y'all in here, man. That's yes, we do. Nice yes, we Sunday. do. It's Carlos from Yankee Farm believes he should they should absolutely trade him. I agree. But here's the thing. There it is. Look at this. Look at this look control at right here. That's fire. You know, I haven't played. Uh, I haven't played the PS5 in a while, but I'd use that control. I'd tell you right now, I'd use that son of a bitch. I dusted. I dusted mine off yesterday, and uh, all I was able to do was a uh, couple of updates because <laughs> that's how long it's been since I played it. But that's a nice controller, bro. I need that skin. That that's fire. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know what it is? That's nice. It's nice. It's that's nice. nice. And it's funny. You know what else it is? It's funny because of the points that you brought before people there are just insane amounts of copium being ingested all across the timeline right now and it's been happening ever since the trade was made official and i yeah. see it i see it from <clears throat> mets fans i see it from red sox fans i see it Fuck from em. dodgers fans Fuck em. and you know what it is you know what it is it's because deep down deep they know down, when they put their head on that pillow at night, right, just before they close their eyes, you know what the last thought in their head is? This son of a bitch Juan Soto is going to be a Yankee for the rest of his career. <laughs> That's exactly We're it. really going to have to fucking deal with Juan fucking Soto as a Yankee for the rest of his career. And you know what I say to that? You're damn right you are. Because he's not going to come here to New York to this stadium that's going to be rocking with the fucking weed and the Dominican flags all over the place. Get okay every freaking game and decide I'm going to leave this. No, he's not. He's going to freaking love it and you know he's going to love it. And you know how we know that he's already loving it? Things like this. Like he put that. a skin on his PlayStation controller. And let me let me make a prediction. Wait until those pictures come out tomorrow and you see that beautiful smile that mm. man has cuz he has a nice one. He has listen, a nice smile, listen, all right? Listen. Listen. Y'all think they, they they people have been saying, oh, I'm sick looking at Strowman. Every time he's smiling, so happy to be a Yankee. Oh, oh you think you think you're sick now? Wait till this week. Tomorrow you're gonna be sick. You're gonna be sick to your stomach. You think uh, you think Strowman's happy to be a Yankee? Let me tell you, Soto Soto went to visit the Yankees Player Development Academy in the D. He didn't have to do that. Not at all. Not He's all. not a lifetime guy here. He just got ah. traded here the other day. Why is he over there talking to the future of this organization? Maybe yep. because he plans to be a part of that future. Yeah. Maybe yes. because he plans to be here when come some on, of those man. guys come up. Come on. Okay? You find me the video. You find me the video of when he visited the Player Development Academy for that San Diego has in DR because they do have one. They yeah. have one. Yeah. I can't find the video. You yeah. should. I mean, maybe send me, send me the picture. He did. Send me, Send me the picture of uh of uh the the Padres skin on his PS5 controller. He true up. He true up is what he did <laughs> when he thought about that. He's Come like, on. oh man, this. You see those? You see poor Higgy? I felt bad for Higgy the other day oh, with that yellow and brown. That yellow hat. It's like a fucking diarrhea. That yellow like, hat. They look like fucking construction workers over there. Hey, what are we what doing? Are we doing over there? Come, Come on, on. Come on, fathers. They Come on, Mike, fathers, wake Michael up over King. there. Michael King talk about Michael the. King over they there. won. They even... won the trade. I feel bad for you, Mike. They should be because I like you. I like, like the mustards is what the, they are over there. The mustard seeds. That's what they are. The San Diego mustard <laughs> seeds. San Diego mustard seeds. Come on. Ruben, our guy Ruben says, while agreed there is a worry about Nestor having the lead catching up to him, I think it is that his delivery was more off than on due to him overcompensating his hamstring may have led to the shoulder injury. Well, we also know what kind of downward spiral that could lead players on when they have an injury and then they kind of try to limit it on one side, something else leads to it. So there's a lot that could go on to there. Um, there's a lot. 
when it when it comes to that. Johnny Almonte, our brother, says, Francis, can I try to find it and tag you? Of course. If you yeah. hey, listen, you're gonna be looking for a while because it doesn't exist. Okay. This boy Soto loves that he Wait. is a Yankee. Who said UPS in the chat? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you San savages. Diego UPS. Oh you my god! You bunch of savage savages. My man said the San Diego UPS is the. It makes a, and you know what? It makes a lot of sense because just like UPS, they never deliver. Nah, they, they never they deliver. deliver at all. They, they never. They did. To be fair, they did deliver once. Hey. That is Soto to the Yankees. So they that they is, they, they, they finished true. that delivery. That is true. At least. I mean, true. we had to do our part. Caleb, good job yes, on that one. Did. But they had yes, to we did. they had to do that part there too. And uh smacky the likey hated the subby <laughs> is what I like to do. By the way, you guys can deliver those smacky the likeys and the subbies. And again, yeah. April 20th, guys, right around the corner. I know my man Mach just said we are taking over the Audi Club. And yes, indeed, we are, but even better so than anything about that, guys, is the beautiful thing, again, about this community, folks, is that this community comes together. It is nothing but love in that Audi club. You guys get to meet each other in the chat. You know who you're talking to. Yes, sir. It's an amazing thing. The whole team's going to be there, guys. Pictures galore. Oh, fun, yeah. Fun, oh, drinks, yeah. baseball. Come on now. Anthony says, yo, I work for UPS. I ain't hating on UPS. I actually enjoy UPS. My UPS driver is a very nice guy. I like him. I talk to him all the time. He's a good guy. Anthony, Nothing wrong with that. Anthony, we love you. We love you, and we love New York UPS. That was directed to UPS San Diego and UPS yeah. San Diego only. That's right? scumbags is what it is. It's, the problem, it's, those, you know? it's like the it's, East versus West thing again. The, We're gonna the have... weather. The weather's too nice over there. Nobody wants to do anything. It's what it is. New York, you know, New York got more potholes and shit like That's that. That's what it is. Trucks. The trucks get beat New up. New York, you go outside, there's snow on the floor. There's nothing, there's nothing better to do. You might as well go to fucking work. You know what I mean? It's like, what are you going to do? Ups. Um, ups. 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 The San Diego ups. ups. It's the ups. What do you want? Yellow. What do you want? I saw them the, the other ups. day. I literally said, I was like, they look like construction workers. I hope they got their OSHA God, cards. Man. He <laughs> had that all yellow on with the catcher's gear, bro. Mm. It looked absolutely bananas. And guys, Ugh. by the way, one more. Quick announcement: We gave a, we we actually sold a a ton of our wristbands. Um, after spring training, and we are back. Uh, we may have some more of those up for sale too. Um, we may also have these pins right here available. Also, there's Look only one person in the planet. Nice. Listen to this for a second. This is wild, right? Listen to this. This is our, why we love our community. Hmm. There is only one person, other than me, that has this pin. Can you guess who that person is? In our community. They're in the chat. They're a very, very popular member in the chat. Hirsch. No, it's not Hirsch. Anthony it Medina. Not, it is not Medina. Steels? It is not DJ Steels. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Macho? Come on. Macho King. Yes. Macho, Macho has it. Oh, let's Macho go. Yes. And there is a backstory to why Macho has one. There was an order on nice. the site. The, the company kind of screwed it up and i said let me do a good deed for my guy Mach, mm. and i sent him a pin also so Mach is the only other person Mach, this is like the thing with the turtle doves from uh from uh from home, alone. home alone home alone all right we are Lost now best York. friends for life that's all that's there is crazy to it. so when i see you Mach, you understand that you're the only guy besides me that has a turtle dove, basically. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that much. I like that much has it. I like That's that it, much. Man. Has it's it. gotta be. It's gotta be much, man. Much. We appreciate you. But Francis, let's get into Aaron Boone's love <laughs> for batting DJ LeMay. You lead off. <laughs> I know a lot of our team is dead against it. Yeah. I I tend to 
see things my way, one, mm-hmm. but also in the reality of the realm of the Yankees, right? Exactly. Which we have he's, to. He's, he's going to get every damn chance. He is. He's going to get every chance. So You're right. You're right. It doesn't even feel. I think the only thing I could debate here mm-hmm. is can we do a, two different lineups, lefty, righty? That would be that would be ideal. Verdugo that, against righties leading off, DJ against lefties. I think that, that's perfect. Common that sense. would be that would be ideal, and that makes a lot of sense, and it's but, very smart. <laughs> I know you're but, getting to a butt here. But as our friends at Fyyst always say, smart, smart or, Yankees. or Yankees, because ups, ups, <laughs> your ups is going to be the one. That's going to be ups. the listen, ups, everybody. Ups. I'm 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 100 with you, and it's not again. I'm not. I'm not at the point where I'm just I'm writing DJ LeMahieu off, you know, here in February. I haven't seen any of DJ LeMahieu so far this, uh, you know, spring training. The position players officially report tomorrow. I know that you know guys have been around. I haven't seen DJ take any swings or anything like that yet. So I don't I don't even know what he looks like. What I do know is he finished the season looking a lot better than he did at the beginning of it. Um, and a lot of people are talking about that as a reason as to why the Yankees are going to be looking to give him that, you know, whatever. Aaron Boone also said that he is, what's it called? Aaron Boone also said that, you know, he hopes that DJ gets the spot, which again, it just, this is a mentality that I personally don't really understand because I don't, as a manager, I don't think you should hope one player over the other. I think it should be like, I hope that I put the best lineup as possible out every game, but Where I'm at with it, Pete, is real simple. I know that they're going to give it to him like you know they're going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. What I am hoping for at this point is what you just said. That's that's my hope. I know that there's probably no other – there's no chance that DJ's not the guy on opening day. I know that. But what I am hoping for is that they do explore the the option of doing left hand versus left-handed pitching and versus right-handed pitching. I mean, for Christ's right. sake, even when you do franchise and MLB The Show, you got to set up four different lineups, Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, back, that was back when there was DH and no DH. So now there's DH everywhere. So two different lineups. But you do one against left-handed, one against right-handed. Come on. Give us the different look, okay? Give us a different look. Give us give a, give a shot to Verdugo. His numbers against left – I mean, come on, man. It's like – it's not fair. It's, it's, yeah. it's not fair. But yeah. it is what it is. Who knows? Like maybe DJ comes in, lights the world on fire in spring, and we're not we don't even care come opening day. I just feel like – at this stage in DJ's career, there's 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 a pretty clear ceiling that I can see, and I know that they can see. And it's the same right. with Stanton. I mean, it's just different because they're different types of players, but yeah. they're at the stage in their career where they have very solid ceilings hanging over them. And it's like I don't feel like I want to limit my lineup like that. Yeah. Like especially when I have young guys who I can plug in there who are probably going to do a damn good job. But who knows, man? The lineup could be so freaking good this year; it might not even matter. It really can be, and that's the that's the most exciting thing about it. I tell you the truth, man. I saw, I think Johnny, I think our very own Johnny Lasagna put out lasagna. a lineup today that had Stanton batting seventh, and I'm like, you know, I would I wouldn't mind that too much, but I think he's another guy the Yankees are going to give every opportunity because yeah. he seems to have come in different. He seems to have shed some weight, maybe light, yeah. be lighter on his feet a bit. Maybe not so much of the knee stuff, and and maybe he'll be a little better. I think he's going to get a chance to protect either Judge or Soto, whoever's batting third, or maybe Rizzo even. I think he's going to get that chance before anything else. Yeah. And then if, if he's struggling the first month and a half, two months, I think you see him dropped in the order, and the Yankees kind of sit back and go, well, 
this is what it is at this point. There's nothing else we can do. Yeah. You know, now we got to try to figure this shit out. But for the top of the order, I agree with you with DJ LeMayu. I mean, LeMayu is, is, could be still such a very solid player. Because I notice people that probably goes, well, he needs to be, what, a, a 300 guy again? No, if, if LeMayu hits 270, hell, I'll go even crazier than this. And I, I don't want to shrink his numbers too low. If he could consistently hit above 265, I think he'd still be a very solid on-base guy for him. Because he gets on base one. Yeah. Yeah. If he could still maintain above a 265 average, he could be one of their better picks. Now, and he puts I'm the not ball saying in play. that... And he puts the ball in play. He I'm not saying play, that if yeah. I'm the manager, I would go with that. I like DJ LeMayu. I have mm -hmm. no problem with him. But I would seriously look to do it where it is going to be Verdugo getting that shot. Because mm -hmm. one, a Verdugo single... A double from Soto is a run scored. It's not a run scored with DJ LeMayu. He's no. molasses. He's not He's running. Molasses. Yeah, no, the guy's not running anymore. And, and we he can't ain't moving. And we can't expect him to. That's my right, thing. Right, exactly. That's I feel like when you, I, I feel like when you put him in the leadoff spot, there's an expectation in the for the leadoff spot. Like I, I don't care what you know. A couple of years ago, wild card, you know, Kyle Schwarber battled mm -hmm. leadoff and Rizzo lead. You know, what I mean, things crazy things like that. Yeah. But like, look. The game has changed, but not not all that much. Okay, your leadoff hitter still needs to be a guy who can move at least a little bit. Yeah, and I feel like it's um it's an unfair expectation when we're talking about DJ because we know he can't move. No, he can't move, and and that's the thing. I mean, uh, we got a super chat here from our brother Rod Thompson. Am I reaching? Could Judge and Soto be the best one to punch this Ramirez and Poppy? A hundred percent. Yeah, I think so. Guys, let me let me do. I'm gonna do a quick little example here for you guys. Watch this for a second. You guys want to be in baseball heaven? I'm gonna mm -hmm. put you guys in baseball heaven because that's kind of what we do over here at DS. You know what it means? Ups, 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 ups baby. Baseball heaven is ups. Okay. <laughs> so watch this, guys. Take a take a breather. I want everybody to take a couple of deep breaths in and out. Breathe a little bit. Remember what Ross said. Say, man, oh man, could this be the best since Manny Ramirez? And the, those two guys that gave us Yankee fans nightmares for years. Well, look, whoever cares if it's going to be back, it's going to be back to back somewhere, whether it's three or four, whoever's in that spot. Look at this. Okay. That's Judge. Ooh. That's Soto. <laughs> Take that, baby. There's Judge. There's Soto. Again? Okay. There's Judge. There's Soto. <laughs> Who else needs who else needs new underwear? Who else I mean, needs? Gotta, I'll be honest with you. I knew I was gonna do that, so I had a diaper on already. Damn you! You should have should have given me the heads up, cause that right there is a thing of beauty, baby. That is a thing of beauty, and let me tell you, red balls, baby. Let me red tell balls. you, that is one of the biggest reasons that there is so much copium across the timeline. So copium. much. So much. Just, high. It's all over. It's everywhere. It's huge Ups. in the streets. It's huge in the Twitter streets. Copium Ups. for the Mets, for the Sox, for the Toronto Blue Jays, and those reinforced planes that they got to build because of all the weight they brought in this offseason. I tell you. I tell you. He said it gave me a rash. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you. Bronx Bomber just gifted a membership. It goes to Anthony. Thank you, my guy. Crackle Nuts says Soto and Judge could be our A-Rod and Jeter dynamic too, but even Oof. better. But we need a World Series from them. No doubt. But here's the difference. We do. And I, I don't want to come across as knocking. I'm not knocking Jeter here. Jeter was a table setter. These guys are producers. 
Mm-hmm. The and that's that's not knocking Jeter. The Yankees needed him. Jeter was who he is. One of the exactly. greatest greatest setup man of all time. One yeah. of the greatest table setters that ever existed. These two guys are we 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 change ball games quickly. I'm gonna that's tell you who these guys are. We change ball games. It's not. It's it's and, 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 like you said. It's not a knock against Jeter. Not at all. But not at all. Soto Soto and Judge is not Jeter and A-Rod. It's a lot more A-Rod and Griffey. Yes. And if you yes, remember yes, yes, if you yes. remember what that looked like, I'm yes. dating the shit out of me and you cuz now people okay. know how, they know That's how old okay. we are. They know how old we are, but it's all right. If you saw that that Mariners team and what that shit looked like, yeah, yeah. that's that's what our shit is about to look like in 2024. Yeah. So Oh man. Another thing too about uh, I was looking at this yesterday and I said, "Holy shit, freaking judges." Do people really? I want to get this point across because I think people know already. Does everybody here truly understand how elite Aaron Judge really is? I don't think they do, Pete. I don't think people really do. Do you guys know that last year in 367 at bats, the guy hit 37 home runs? Yeah. Mind you, in 2021, in 550 at bats, he had 39. Yep. So you're talking about a guy that shouldn't shock anybody. As long as Aaron Judge gets 550 plus ABs, he's probably hitting 50 plus homers easy. Like with ease, you could sit there and go pencil yeah. him in for 50. Yeah. If somebody comes to you and goes, Judge gets 550 at bats, you go, all right, he had 50 plus. That's awesome to know he had 50 plus. And Juan Soto could very well be ahead of him. I so think, what is that RBI total? I think. I think the interesting thing for me is, is not so much the Judge and the 50, because like, again, I, I see it the way you see it. It's like, that's something he can do with ease. I think the interesting thing is that is that forty plus home run season from Soto, that yeah, a lot a right. lot of a lot of people, you know, Soto's such a good hitter all around that his power, it doesn't get forgotten, but I think it does get understated. It's it's understated, yeah, definitely. And it's it's it I think it's what you just said about Judge. Judge is thirty five last year in in San Diego. on a bad in a bad year in a bad yeah. year for him. And San Diego's not the best, uh, you know, park necessarily for him. He's yep. you know, lefty. He does use the whole field, but it's just not it's not conducive to guys like him. But I think the point that you're making with Judge is that that's why I brought up the Soto. It's very similar when 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 guys are such good all around pure hitters, mm. even if they do have you know good power numbers, the power numbers almost always kind of get diminished just a little bit. Even though Judge did break the American League uh, home run record a little while ago, it's still something that I think people do kind of understate. This guy Aaron Judge has like once in a lifetime type power. Like it's it's not you don't see this every day. And if you don't believe it, you got to listen. Li- don't even listen to the way that pit- listen to the way that pitchers talk about him. Uh, there was an interview. Um, I'm not even the biggest fan of this guy, but I think it was Fairbanks. Uh, his time in Tampa. Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> and he gave Peacock. Yeah he he spoke he spoke about facing Judge late in the game a couple years back, and he spoke about like his approach and. I think he he, had, he came out on top, but I think what he was saying is he's like the thing he's like he's thinking with a guy like Aaron Judge when a guy like Aaron Judge steps in the box, he's like all bets are off. Like yeah. you you trust your stuff as a pitcher and you do, but when a guy like Judge steps in the box, it's not about how much you trust your stuff. It's really up to him because I'm always gonna throw my best stuff as long as I feel good. I'm throwing my best stuff. The issue is that with a guy like Judge, your best stuff still might not be enough. It still might not be enough. Like you might throw your best fastball. And he might spit on it, right? And if he does, then what do I have to do? I got to come in the zone. But if I don't have a place to put him, I can't put him on base. Yeah. So when I hear pitchers who are like elite, you know, late inning guys, you know, 
when they speak about Judge that way, that tells me everything I need to know. Like, even the pitchers know, like, this guy has very special talent. He's special. Mm -hmm. we, we don't see this. We don't see this so often. And this is this is why I get a little bit upset when I hear the Spencer Jones stuff, because I think it's unfair. It's unfair. It to is. Put it's, ve it's very, very unfair. As uh, Dane says, Dom Soto Judge. Oh, I thought he was talking about that. But he, then he adds and Jones one through four in 2025. Well, Jones is going to have to prove a lot. Uh, to me this year at least and really go off this season to have an opportunity to start with the Yankees in 2025. Give it to me. But though. I'll tell you the three right there that you mentioned, Dom, Soto, and Judge, Oof. Dominguez, Soto, and Judge. There's very, very possibly, could we could be we should be seeing that this year. Because to me, once Dominguez is healthy, he should be the leadoff hitter on this team. There's nobody else. Thank There's you. nobody else in my opinion. You. That, and you don't that have to change it. One through three. And you don't have to ever change it. Switch Never. hitter. Switch hitter switch at the hitter, top. It, it's just so perfect. Oh. It's perfect any way you want it. Exactly. Whether you want it, Dominguez Soto Judge or Dominguez Judge Soto. However yeah. you want it, you go ahead and do it. And guys, I wasn't going to do this today, but I just decided to check and I didn't ask for voicemails today, but we have two. So I think <laughs> I'm just going to play them anyway. So let's oh, look let's, at that. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, and we'll play these and then we'll get ready to wrap up. Let's get to the first one. Yeah. The Yankees need to sign Clark Schmidt to a long-term deal, bro, because he has such a high on-base percentage. The fact that we could give Juan Soto six hundred million and not consider Clark, dude has a higher on base percentage than Soto, bro. I think it's like what five hundred. <laughs> but all just aside, I heard all over Discord, which if anyone isn't a member of NYYU, become one today and join us in there to talk baseball and other you know BS. That um, you like the plug. <laughs> that the uh, that the snow talks are heating up with the Yankees. What's going on there? Also, before I go, man, I got a joke for you guys. Oh, here we go. <laughs> What's the snowman's favorite spice? Chili pepper. Gotta go. <laughs> he got a book. People gotta understand that he has a book. This is the problem here. The guy has a book. There's nothing you could do about this. He has a book, and he reads from the book, and he goes ahead and uh, puts it in there. But we, we got one steals. more, we love and then we'll uh, we're probably uh, – Yeah, uh, Craig, if Soto is having some sort of press conference uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, yeah, I will definitely be covering that, but let's see. Hey, Pete, this is Christian calling from Manhattan. So I heard that uh, uh, Crook got sent to the Orioles for cash concessions. Also – um. They're saying that the Yankees are still in on Snail. I still highly Snail, believe bro. that they're going to uh, bag Snail. He's going to become Snail. part of this lineup. And like I Snail. also think that they're going to snag up Cease from Chicago. If they do that, you create a situation where you can send Nasty Nestor and Schmidt into the bullpen at some point in late summer, maybe around August, God willing. F. Ross is supposed to come back. Luis Heal is supposed to come back. I don't know what other uh, middle relievers are going to be sticking in that bullpen, but that makes the Yankees starting pitching and bullpen like just beyond Donzo crazy. 
if that's the fact, then I'm absolutely saying that the Yankees are not only going to go to the World Series, but they're going to meet the Dodgers, which they haven't since 1981. But the difference there is the Yankees will beat the Dodgers. Uh, thoughts? I'm sorry, man. I I I gotta laugh because the damn chat is throwing in a bunch of snails and shit. Snails, and snail, shit. bro. Christian, <laughs> look, man. You call me Mario. You got you call me now. You're calling Blake Snell, Blake Snail, Snell, Listen. brother. S N E L L, Snell. If we get Blake Snell, Blake Snell, we want the guy. Damn it, we want him. Aaron Boone, get out of my chat. Damn it. Aaron, we got Aaron Boone in there. We got Scott. <laughs> we got Scott Boris in there. We got. Everybody's Let me tell you, Scott. Listen, if you're really listening, if the Yankees get Blake Snell, baby, it's simple. It's simple, baby. If the Yankees get Blake Snell, this is this is us. <laughs> this is us. Okay, it's over. Clip it. It's Clip over. It. Okay, Clip it's it. over. It's over. We, All right. Don't let the, the Yankees. Gauntlet. Don't let the Yankees get Blake Snail or Snell, whatever you want to call him, okay? <laughs> Where the fuck did you pull that from, by the way? Uh, you don't want to know. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop. Wow. No, no, no. No, actually, 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 when uh, when he, when he I was listening to the call, I heard him say snail. I say, start putting the snails in the chat, and I look on the floor, and it's right here on the floor next to me. And I was like, I got to do it. I got to do it. I gotta My man do just it. has an infinity gauntlet around him at all times. Yeah, we got toys. I, I was... We were gonna wrap up right there, but we got a call from a goat. Oh. So I gotta, I gotta play. When we get a call from a goat, it must be played. Gotta Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only man that we know from New Haven, Connecticut. Hey Pete, your boy Simon calling from New Haven, Connecticut, in Bella Vista. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't. This lineup we have is excellent. Now you were right about you know Verdugo and Lemay. I would rather have maybe Verdugo in the deal spot. Not a knock on the May, but you know. But you know what some of these, these hitters should really think about taking the Alfonso Soriano approach. You know, go after the first pitch because some of the hitters that we have, you know, they, you know, they're too, too, um, selective, you know. Go after the first pitch. Judge the gift from God does it. Anyway, I can't wait for the season to start and I can't wait for the first game on the 25th of February, Pete. I'm going to watch it on, uh, my TV and I'm going to get the batteries to the radio because when I play bocce this year, I bring my radio out, and we all and we all listen to the Yankee game. Well, Pete, you have a good night. Rock on, and remember, every judge is a gift from God. Yeah, bye. Hey, Simon, my guy. Let me tell you something, Simon. You made it. You made it to the big time, Simon. You will be you will be on Game Season Live this year, my guy. Aaron Judge is a gift yeah, from, from God. God. Hey. <laughs> nah, there's there's listen, Pete. There's no better there's no better way to rap than Simon. How do we get nah, that? You don't, how do we, how you do we pull? How do we pull that? I didn't even. Nah, I didn't even see him in the chat. Nah, you don't get better than that. You just oh, know. Simon is uh, Simon's a rare breed. He's a ninja, man. He just he's not in the he's in the chat, but he's not in the chat. He just lets his voice be heard. He's by always there. In. He's always watching. Guy's unbelievable, man. <laughs> I just can't wait till Judge um, you know, comes up this year, hits a couple of homers, and then I get to play. Simon's uh, Aaron judges a gift from God, and I get to throw this in there too. All rise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> All right, motherfucker. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to yes, yes. designated spitters. We had five hundred plus in here. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. We are forty-four subbies away. From the big 23,000. Again, guys, April 20th, right around the corner. If you want to come hang out with me and Francis with his Infinity Gauntlet, he's going to be there <laughs> on April 20th. We're all yes, going to be there. Mario, Kev, the entire team. 
is going to be there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And of course, legends in the chat are going to be there. Hirsch, Macho King, Anthony Medina, Anthony Garcia, all the goats are going to be all over Steelio. that event. Steelio, everybody's going to be there, guys. It's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, let's hope the Yankees get Blake Snell. Uh, oh, if yeah. there's ever, you guys notice already, if there's any type of breaking news, I'm, we got to cover it. Don't worry ASAP. about it. We, we ASAP, no Rocky, baby. Come on no, now. 100%. And yes, there is going to be a shit ton of Juan Soto content coming tomorrow, guys, with the Yankee gear, ready to rock and roll. Oh, yeah. So again, thank you, guys. Listen, uh, Francis. Man. Oh, before, one thing I got to do, man, before I, before I take us out, I promised I would shout out. I, I was made known that my, my biggest fan is actually really young. He's a mini fan, Pete. He's like a he's a tiny mini fan. It's my boy Lewis. So I got to shout out my boy Lewis, who watches us faithfully. Lewis. Lewis. And let me tell you, Lewis. He's not. He's not even speaking really in full sentences like that. But he's our biggest fan. He's our it. biggest fan. Apparently, they sent me a picture of him watching us on the big screen. So Come shout on. out to young Lewis, man. He's the future of our fan of our fanhood. He's going to lead we us. We appreciate into- <laughs> you, Lewis. I love it. I love it. My guy. Okay. Hey, smack you the like. Smack, smack you the like. You know. Hit that sub. <laughs> but listen, as we always say, I, pro- hey, I promised that on Twitter today was going to be fucking epic. You guys did your thing. We did our thing. What can I say? We did, we just getting started. We just getting started. It's about to get so much better. Y'all have no idea. So, so much better. <laughs> so, so keep it locked and stay tuned. Because the next episode will, in fact, be the best episode. Will it be the best episode? (laughs) (laughs) And guys, we will never come whack on a designated spitters track. We out, baby. Talk to you guys a little later. Peace. Top 10 radar. Yeah, we on your radar. Mm -hmm. Never miss, dog. On occasion, yeah, 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 we on your radar, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, on your look, top floor lifestyle, chef and boy, I'm cooking up. Put too high, ain't coming down. You see me if you looking up. I don't really talk too much, I show I'm running numbers up. Lucky that I'm strong up, I'm going off, they know what's up. Top 10.